This is the Horse Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is your producer, Jemmy, with episode number 1941 of Best Of. The gang is out today, so we are rolling things back to June 2nd, 2016, when they featured a mashup of laughable lists from past episodes, including bad horse names, silly studies, and the health benefits of horse ownership. Listen in. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. People know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store. Or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward, affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. This is Coach Jen from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 2nd, 2016, episode 1442. Good morning! It's Thursday. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Your presence is required on the command deck. Heidi ho, everybody. I know you are all just a little bit disappointed that the lovely Australian accent isn't greeting your earbuds this Thursday morning, but fear not. Fiona will be back again next month on the fourth Thursday to geek out about all things training. So for today, sit back and enjoy this mashup of laughable lists from the Hit'em Audio Vault. Just amazing. Hey, um, you know what I'm ready for, Glenn, is yes. it is 7.15 Wednesday morning. It is time for a studies show. 
Because you haven't done one in a while. Oh, I haven't done one in a while. No, you're right, but I do have it here. It's the July Studies Show. And this is the point uh, where once a month I take a look. I just go to Google and I put Studies Show in the Google search. And I look through the news stories over the last month and see what ridiculous things we're spending our money on studying. And I found some. <laughs> <laughs> I found some for this month. Really? You found yes. some? I found some. You know, there's ne- we have never had a month in five years where I haven't found ridiculous studies. So here are the ridiculous studies. These are real. There were articles written about them. There's white papers written about them. People spent money on these. Now, very rarely do I ever look into the studies to see what they actually are, because from the title, you can just tell you don't need to. Yeah. So here we go. These are July studies. The rich studies show the rich really do get richer. Wow. Make your money work for you. (laughs) I didn't know that. I had no idea. Studies show serious health dangers in not getting a sufficient amount of sleep. Uh Uh-oh. I got to go. (laughs) But did you need a study to tell you that? Or was your body telling you that already this morning? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So studies show. Now, get this one. Now, when the first atomic bomb was back in the 1940s, 1945, in Japan, we're just doing a study now that shows that radiation is harmful. What? <laughs> That's the studies show radiation is harmful. Oh, there, there's a lot of people could tell you that. A lot of people could tell you that without spending millions of dollars. That's really smart. <laughs> Studies show that drinking problems are increasing. Well, there, once again, I could have watched the news one evening and you could, you could, I could tell you the drinking problems are increasing. Yeah. Studies show, oh, and followed by that, the next <laughs> one, the next one after studies show that drinking problems are increasing was studies show that drinking wine can help drinkers lose weight. So, <laughs> well, then shouldn't we all be getting skinnier, yes. not fatter? <laughs> Something's wrong here. We need a study. Hey, you're in wine country. By the time you come home after two weeks, you're going to be 10 pounds lighter, Jamie. I might have to tell you that Debbie and I visited Monty's Wine Cellar (laughs) on Monday night. (laughs) And if you have wine in a wine cellar, it's good wine. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is there restrictions? There's a little section that says fingers off. Uh, um, Debbie actually asked her mother, Mom, we don't need something fancy. Uh, Just pick something out. And she goes, they're all fancy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yay! Was it good? Was it good expensive wine? It might have been the best wine I've ever had, and I don't even know what it was. It was just red, and it was de- delicious. Was it California? I, of course. Yeah, okay. Of course just it checking, was. Just checking. Just checking. How about studies show that cherry juice is tart? <laughs> Somebody made money for that. Yes. You could have done that study and probably made, what, a hundred grand. You could have just tasted it and went, yep, it's tart. Wrote an Somebody article. Somebody bring me some blueberries <laughs> and some money. And a hundred thousand, yep. <laughs> Studies show concussions can affect school performance. You mean brain injuries might slow me down in the <laughs> yes. education department? Yes. No. Yes. yes. How about this? Studies show being poor affects your brain. Yeah, yeah, yep. I could probably have guessed that one too. You know, malnourishment yep. and you know not eating properly and all of that probably had something to do with it. Well, Studies. I've been poor and I was not a smart girl. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, you could have done this study another hundred thousand. You'd be up to two hundred thousand yep. now. Studies show that media coverage actually makes women's sports seem more boring. What? <laughs> 
it, apparently media they're saying coverage yes. makes women's sports seem more boring. So what that's like, saying is that EP, ESPN tries to make women's sports boring is what that's basically saying, right? Okay, but more boring? That means that yes. they're boring <laughs> and, uh, and then now they're more boring. boring. Right. That is really actually offensive. I'm going to Google that and I'm going <laughs> to send a nasty letter. How just, dare you yeah, I just read the headlines. <laughs> Chad and I went to an Irish pub last night. And yeah. on TV, on every TV was WNBA. Oh, and really? we're like, oh my God, please turn this off. This is awful. <laughs> like, not only is it women's sports, it's women's basketball. And it was just the double whammy for me. And we have no, we have no problems with women playing basketball. It's just that uh, Jamie and I, neither one of us like basketball that much. Well, so. I was forced to play basketball for 15 years. And now I hear the squeakiness on the court, the, court. the squeaky shoe and the court. And it makes me crazy. And the fact that it was women's basketball made me more crazy. Cause it, it's like uh, somebody who went to war and has flashbacks. I have flashbacks of being in a gymnasium running suicides. I hate basketball now. I can't watch it. God, and- when I was playing that all those ah! years, you must have just been cringing every time. Well, I think I was pretty clear that that was an annoying sound. <sighs> that basketball like, buzzer either brings back happy memories of your childhood or not. One or the other. Awful. I hope my dad's listening. It's all your fault for making me play basketball. They only made I me play for me. like two years because I sucked so bad. You must have was, been pretty good. I was pretty good. And so, I, but, but dad, seriously, am I really going to be a professional? I'm 5'3". I'm not going to college on a basketball scholarship. It's not going to happen. Let it go. Still to this day, we'll be sitting at dinner. And go, she was so good. She was such a good basketball player. You should have stuck with that. Dad, let it go. I'm 37. My God. Maybe if the net was uh, six feet instead of 10, you would have been better off. Maybe uh, if everybody else was my height. <laughs> Uh, studies show. See what you did? See what you did to me? <laughs> I've checked out. I'm angry now. My back is up. I'm tense. I oh. can't breathe. Well, here, you'll like this one. And this, uh, after all the sharks they found in the Carolinas, here we go. Study shows animals most likely to kill you this year. Oh, nice. I'm dealing with wild mustangs today. Thanks for <laughs> so that. So you wanted to do the studies report today. Studies show <laughs> videos of cats may improve oh. your mood. <laughs> That's true. I watch YouTube videos with Lucas of cats, and he, we just laugh. Hilarious. <laughs> cat fail. Google cat. Or YouTube cat fails. Hilarious. Now, this one is uh, for you baseball fans out there, Jamie included. Studies show that Phillies fans are among the worst in grammar usage. They're the worst, period. <laughs> they just boo all the time. Terrible fans. Terrible. <laughs> all right. And then one the last one. is the Mets. Sorry. <laughs> The Mets. Yeah. Actually, I, I there I did look at that study, and now I forget which team was the best in grammar usage. I, I should the look brains. that up because I, I don't remember. Um, but they took a look at all the teams, and I don't know if they were just you know if they were just counting the swearing coming from the stands or what. But I, I don't know. Oh, I got to Google that. I need to find out. <laughs> you need to look at that. It was an actual study. Um, and then health study show last one: health improves when teens exercise. What? <laughs> That's money well spent. Hey, if you exercise, your health's going to improve. You're going to get you're going to get healthier. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Hello folks, Uncle Jimmy here and welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy brand products where funny names mean serious products. Featuring Uncle Jimmy Squeezy Buns, the squeezably soft hand treat that your horse will love. The award-winning Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls. 
Uncle Jimmy's Sugar-Free Bowl, the incredible Licky Thing, also in Sugar-Free, the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker, and the Big Licky. The infamous Uncle Jimmy Hanging Ball was first designed by me for my own horses to help reduce the bad habits which come from stall boredom. It now can be found around the world. This nutritious flavored filled boredom buster will help keep your horses occupied and happy around the clock. Properly hung, it will last for weeks, provided you don't let your horse pin it, and Uncle Jimmy knows who you are. The ball comes in four flavors, apple, carrot, peppermint, molasses, and now sugar-free. Once again, welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy's brand products, where funny names mean serious products, and satisfaction is 100% guaranteed. by a bunch of fancy pants, but they did have several high-dollar trucks and trailers. Well, there was barns and pens that was under construction, and I was informed by phone I'd receive my instruction in a video arriving in a padded mailer. It said, sort the cows in pen 11, then bring us a tag so we can scan them, and I didn't have a clue, but I took a sack full of them to headquarters. There was a lady at a computer typing in numbers, and the more she typed, the more I felt dumber, and she said, yep, 501's too old, gotta go back and sort her. <laughs> I replied, I ain't no cowhand, cowhand.com. I don't know where I just landed, scroll me back to where I'm from, cause I don't need no printout telling me that it's time to wean. Never seen a cow. Pulled by a machine And this information highway Keeps my pony sore and lean I ain't no cowhand.com Well, my security pass slash photo ID Opened the gate and picked out a horse for me And you punch in a code and it start an automatic feeder you still had to step over what them cows was downloading and you did a hair analysis with a digital modem and put a cow up on the screen it'd tell you which bull's gonna breed her well then they give me this laptop from my saddlebags and it got dusty out riding drag and i knew the boss was gonna have my hide well they said just boot it up open the windows something about a mouse and a bunch of menus so i hauled off and kicked it I kept the windows closed cause it was freezing outside I ain't no cowhand, cowhand.com I don't know where I just landed, scroll me back to where I'm from Cause I don't need no printout telling me which stall to clean Never seen a horse shot by a machine this information highway keeps my pony sore and lean. I ain't no cowhand.com. Well, then they start talking downsizing and linking up. I told them I was heading for the tall and the uncut. They could stick that pentium right in their AOL. There's faxing emails and hazing the web, and they even had a megabyte RAM. That sounds inbred. 
I reckon those people wouldn't know the difference between a hard drive and a paper trail. I ain't no cowhand, cowhand.com. Don't need no information highway to get back to where I'm from. And I don't need no printout telling me which colt is green. Never seen a bronc broke by a machine. Besides, this little cell phone just don't fit good in my jeans. I ain't no cowhand.com. I ain't no HTTP colon backslash backslash and all one word, all little letters. www.cowhand.com. Yeah, that's what you get when you try to cross one of them computers with a cowboy. And one of all of our favorites, that's cowhand.com by Dan Roberts, and it can be found on iTunes. All right, so there's this group on Facebook called OTTB Connect, and It's a lot of people posting about their thoroughbreds, asking questions, this and that. And there's a lot of opinions that fly, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was curious because, you know, that horse I loved named Yummy with Butter. Like, I loved that horse. I don't know where Yummy with Butter is right now, but I still goes down as one of my favorite racehorse names of all time. And so I posted on there just like, hey, uh, some of you guys, I, I put a picture of, of Jet, who, whose registered name is Bumpity. And I'm like, there are a bunch of horses with terrible jockey club names. What are your horses' terrible jockey club names? And oh my gosh, there's like 300 comments of the worst, the worst <laughs> set of names. And so I started writing them down. Uh, this morning, so I could go over a couple, and there, there's just too many to even go over because there's so many I can't get through all of them. But I'll give you, I'll give you some of them, some of my favorites. Uh, the one of them, the horse's name is Crib, but he doesn't yeah. crib. <laughs> That's just a doesn't. terrible name for a horse. Uh, bag of hammers. <laughs> And coming down the stretch, wiener water soup. Wiener water soup. Well, there's only smelly so many baby. names. There's a lot of horses. Oh, smelly baby. Oh, that you know where that comes from. The Gentleman's Club. I don't want to know where that comes <laughs> uh, a, a horse that was uh, from somebody in the South, and the horse's name was Dewfly. Uh, as in... Boy, that sure hurt. It was in the paddock, and I guess it was running around. That sure horse sure do fly. Boy, that horse sure do fly. And it's D O O F L Y. Do fly. Uh, another horse's name was, cr- this is jockey club names, people. Crusty. Crusty. <laughs> another, another girl had a horse. And uh, most of these people changed. Some of them they actually kept. I mean, when they're this bad, like a yummy with butter, you have to keep it. But this horse's name was Roadkill. Oh, no. Two words, Roadkill. Oh, no. Um, a shiny tin can. It's like it's like they threw <laughs> a dart against a wall. Like They just like open a book and just take, take the first sentence. Uh, uh, another one, it was invalid pin. Like, <laughs> how funny. would you name a horse that? <laughs> that made me uh, think for a minute there. Uh, I know Wendy's going to love this one. Awesome chicken. Awesome chicken. <laughs> That's the horse's name. Uh, barbecued bunny. Oh, another, no. uh-huh, another girl had a horse named kinky boots. <laughs> 
Another one. Oh gosh, that was owned by the same strip club owner as the. Previous I know, as the gentleman's club. Uh, senior glue. Ah, <laughs> oh, crooked leg. How do you sell a horse named Crooked Leg? Hi. <laughs> I would like, uh, he's, he's a great event prospect. Uh, what's it's his completely name? Sound. <laughs> completely sound. Crooked leg. Uh, another one was should have sold. S-H-U-D-A-S-O-L-D. Should have sold. Uh, hail a cactus. <laughs> uh, these are people's horses' names. Like, they own these horses. Another one was named Two-Ton Paula. Oh, geez. Oh, you just know there's always like good stories behind a lot of these. And then there's a lot of really bad stories. Another uh, horse's name was Fat Guy in a Little Coat. Fat Guy <laughs> in a Little Coat. Fat. Uh, and then and another one, a horse's name was Smelly. Just, I mean, they're actual. Jennifer thinks we should combine a couple of your previous ones and make a crusty wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Crusty Wiener, or you could do a two-ton barbecued bunny. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun just combining them. <laughs> uh, there's another one called Get Her Done Ethel. Get Her Done Ethel. <laughs> and it was Why? not owned by a uh, blue-collar comedy tour comedian. No, no, another goat stomper. Goat stomper. Goat stomper. <laughs> Goat, like goat stomper. <laughs> Why whip crack and floozy? That's another one. <laughs> Again, the same strip club owner. <laughs> <laughs> Noticing a theme here. I didn't think about this at all. And here you are putting it all together. Uh, I, I love it. Anyway, um, it's just weird. So th- that, that, and that's what's that, Facebook- what's that Facebook page called again? OTTB Connect. Okay. <laughs> and so somebody else posted after me like, if you want to put bad names on there, fine. But let's talk about the good names. And there's like, I don't know, 12 comments. No, <laughs> nobody wants to talk about good names. They all want to talk about the horse named Speedy Trout. Right. Speedy Trout. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful if your horse could enjoy a zone of repellency from pesky flies? Well, he can with EcoVet. EcoVet is an entirely new type of fly repellent that is safe for horses and those applying it, offering a real alternative to toxic pesticides like pyrethrins. EcoVet confuses an insect's normal directional ability, the bug's GPS, if you will. So if it can't locate your horse, it can't bite your horse. Dr. Wendy Ying from the Driving Radio Show has been using it in South Florida also known as the Jurassic Park of biting insects, and she just loves it. EcoVet's active ingredients are naturally occurring food-grade fatty acids that have been clinically shown to improve the condition of horses with difficult-to-treat Swedish problems. EcoVet is effective on mosquitoes, ticks, noceums, as well as flies. You can visit EcoVet online at eco-vet.com for more information or to order. You can find EcoVet at Dover Saddlery Stores and EcoVets on Facebook. Just search EcoVet, E-C-O-V-E-T. I got to tell you about this website. You're going to love this. It's called indestructibles.com. And they, I'm on their email list. And what they do is they post stuff that you can do yourself. And it's like, you know, making these electronic things out of cardboard, you know, and, and how to make a concrete soap dish. 
you know, or all of these do-it-yourself projects. And I just thought of you because these do-it-yourself projects kick it up a notch. I mean, you have to actually be good at doing something to make any of these. Uh, it, oh. it, it just is incredible, the stuff. I get the emails just to see what other people have done. And I go, well, there's no way in hell I can do that. So it makes me feel uh, insecure and really, you know, my self-esteem goes down every time I read this website. Uh, it's so, instructables, not indestructibles. Oh yes, it's instructables. You're right. Yeah. Well, and oh, I guess most of the indestructibles stuff they yeah, instructables, and it's all about the instructions on how to do these things. You Sorry can make a that. concrete soap dish. Yes. Everybody should know how yes, to do everybody that. Everybody should know how to do that. Hey, it, there's, Why would I need? A there's things soap on here dish. like how to pick a lock. You know, you can learn how to pick a lock, and uh, <laughs> it's just, it is a funny website. <gasps> a mini forge. Yeah, you can make yourself a little forge. Yep. <laughs> Hey, there was a study, Jamie. I mean, I'm still yeah. on this Instagram. Okay. I can't do this. And now I've Googled Pinterest <laughs> fails in there. Yeah. Uh, like what makes it what minion? Here, I'll post this one for you. A minion cupcake. And then what actually came out to be the minion cupcake. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Just Google see- Pinterest fails and v- image it. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's going to be me. That'd be Jamie. Now she'll be able to kill uh, 12 hours for the next three days just on Pinterest. Yep. Yep, I'm in trouble. But anybody said has, has and then I got this email that my father's wife is following me on Pinterest, and I'm like, <laughs> how could she see this? I don't want anybody to see what I'm gonna build. I can I make it private? Like, I don't want any followers. Leave me alone. I don't want you to see the crap that I'm gonna fail. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Well, uh, there was a study, and I, by the way, I do have our, our monthly study report, and we can start with an actual equestrian study. So what they studied was personality traits and the influences that your personality traits have on what you do in the horse world and who's good at what. So they actually interviewed 4,000 riders, 4,000 English-speaking equestrians who competed a questionnaire that enabled the researchers to identify their personality profiles. Now, again, I don't know how much this cost, but I think that you probably could guess the answers. A key finding is that competitive riders are more extroverted and conscientious than their non-competitive counterparts. Huh. Aren't you excited to know that? Um, and that extroverted and conscientious people actually adapt better to the stresses of competition. Huh. Well, if you think about the competitors that are out there, you know, most of them, you know, most of them that are at the top levels are extroverts. Uh, you know, they kind of make sense. I mean, then it went on to a bunch now, of different. Let me yeah. stop you here. I sometimes get extrovert and introvert confused. So what is the definition extrovert of an extrovert? Is like we are. An introvert is a person who doesn't talk much and really stays behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. So like an extrovert is a very type A. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Like in your face kind of. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that's what they, you know, and they showed that competitive riders consider themselves more conscientious and extroverted. Riders participating in higher risk disciplines consider themselves less agreeable and less conscientious. Which I thought was interesting. Uh, uh, you know, Are you say, you pointing your finger at me somehow <laughs> just, with this? And then uh, increases in agreeability, conscientious, and decreases in uh, neuroticism in older riders. What they found is the older you get, the more agreeable you become, and the uh, the less neurotic you become. 
So what they kind of determined, like we didn't know this also. When does that happen for me? <laughs> you got some time yet. When you're about my age, you'll be there. Uh, so what they found is that teenagers tended to be a little neurotic. Well, there again, I didn't need a study to tell me that, right? Um so, yeah, I don't know what the study exactly proved. And that leads me into st- our study show segment for September. This is the you, time wait, of the month. You, you, I'm sorry. You can't throw all that at me and then not <laughs> let me comment on it. Go ahead. So at some point in my life, I'm going to be okay with the way that Chad cleans the stalls. And I'm not going to be m- working every detail of everything outside neurotically with the horses. Is that what you're telling me? How he has not divorced you is beyond me, uh, by the way. I'm just saying. Um, But yes, you will chill out. Jennifer, have you chilled out over the years about that stuff? Uh, Yes. I no longer hover over Glenn when he cleans stalls. Jamie... After she said that, the other day I cleaned the stalls and then I walked around the other side of the barn and I thought, I know what she's doing. <laughs> so I snuck back and I peeked around the corner and there she was in doing the second cleaning of the stalls after me. See? Okay, so I'm not crazy because I really feel like it's not that hard to like, you know, air out the wet spot. Just pull all that stuff back. And By like, the way, get- it's so funny you say that because that's what I didn't do. That's exactly. <laughs> I got all the poop, but I didn't do that because... Us horse husbands figure, look, it looks all dry on top. They're not going to notice underneath. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you've got a problem and we have to call the vet because my horse's breathing is bad I because he's got too much ammonia. Is, the chill out part comes with this, Jamie, is you do what Jennifer did. You sneak in after so I don't see her doing that and you don't mention it anymore. You give up on mentioning it. Nope. It's not a training exercise anymore. That's just right. Just go take care of it. You just go take uh, care of it. I think uh, that's where you're going to grow. That'll yeah. be your growth. <sighs> less neurotic taking care of the horses. Like the the people that board with me better thank God that I have horses out there too, because the things that I do to my horses, like, Oh my gosh, it's 10 PM. They need their carrot and they need to be sprayed with the mosquito spray. So at 10 PM every night, I'm so tired. I go out there and I spray. I'm like, well, four of these are mine, but the other four aren't mine. So I need to spray them too. And by the way, I bought this spray and I don't charge anybody for it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, look, there's like a piece of hay in their water. I need to clean out their entire water bucket. And then I do that. And then I'm like, oh, look, he needs a fly sheet. Look, he's just, let me go get him one. And then I end up, (laughs) dude, it's insane. The things that I do out there, people that you know, it's not the fanciest place that I live, but by God, they ever all my boarders call it the spa, the horse spa. <laughs> you know, there's some farms that charge like five dollars a day to spray their horse. I mean, my it's God, I would just I'd be a millionaire if I actually charged for things. <laughs> you know, put <laughs> on I'm a like, blanket, a lot of farms, it's like five dollars a day. They, you I know. can't just spray my own and then leave the other four stomping mosquitoes. It's just not fair. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> The neuroticism could definitely be less. So all I have to do is age. Yeah, you got another 10, 15 years. You'll be fine. (sighs) Providing anybody is left in your life that hasn't deserted you by that point. You just stop. (laughs) (laughs) So these are my study show in September. What I do is I just put study show in the Google. I put the last month and I see what wacky studies they've spent a lot of money on. And then Jamie, Jennifer and I go, if they'd just given us that money, we could accomplish a whole lot more that they spent on these studies. So studies show that vitamin C has little effect on colds. So apparently everything our grandmothers and mothers have been telling us was crap. 
No, you just have to bind it with calcium and then it's absorbable better. There you go. See? How about that? (laughs) The the neurotic one knows. Yeah, (laughs) Studies show that high cell phone usage is associated with decreased performance of college students. What? I was on my phone. What did you say? (laughs) Huh? Where am I? That's a joke. Late night eating can... Now get this. Late night eating can slow weight loss. <laughs> I think I think you're yeah. You're on to something like, there. Seriously, yeah. somebody paid for that? Yeah. Like you mean if I eat at night, if I binge I eat at night, it I'm not twice. Gonna... It's go. Did they really just say that? <laughs> Studies show that going back to school improves kids' health. No, it does not. That is a lie. <laughs> is a lie How many friends' kids, kids have colds yes, and, exactly. and nasty germs? <laughs> There's a lot of parents right now that have colds uh, because their kids just went back to school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Studies also show that taking an extended vacation is linked with better productivity when you go back to work. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, okay. Again, we studied Money that. well spent, yeah. yeah. Studies show that a concussion can have devastating effects. They're still doing studies on that? Like that hasn't been proven 25 years ago? You mean, you mean if I sustain a head injury, I don't get smarter? Yes. What? Gosh, <laughs> I'm right. glad they spent their money on that. <laughs> Studies show being bilingual makes you smarter and a better lover. See, amigo. And if <laughs> you speak sure a lot that. of accents, then oh, yeah. like yeah, I do. I am sure Chad is turned on by your accents. I am sure that that's a bedroom activity. Yeah, he'll yeah. ask me to talk, you know, in uh, my British accent. I'm sure like, he does. Just cooking <laughs> breakfast, please. It's so sexy. Studies show that Japanese people are drinking less than ever. They mean alcohol, by the way. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Who who cares about (laughs) studying that? I don't know. Studies show that marijuana doesn't shrink the brain, but it can change it. (laughs) Again. Thanks. Yeah, like we didn't know. Maryland has the worst traffic in the country, studies show. And I believe that. We just drove through Maryland a couple weeks ago. It was awful. So uh, the Washington, D.C. corridor there is just a nightmare. So I I agree with that one. Uh, Studies show that popular grocery stores can boost your home values. Huh. So like if you have a Trader Joe's nearby, like, I mean, that is a selling point. Guess what they showed? A Trader Joe's is what they showed in the picture. So that is exactly what they showed. If you, in in my opinion, if you have a Wegmans nearby, that improves your home value. I love Wegmans. Studies show that cats are not dependent on humans. No. You mean my, the cats will be just fine without me? They don't need to meow at my window, but he doesn't need to meow at my window at 3 in the morning? Oh, God. Like they studied that. Studies show that traffic negatively affects commuters. <laughs> so if it's heavy traffic, you're in a worse mood, is basically what the study showed. And they actually studied that and spent money on it. I... I do. I got to tell you that it is awful for commuters doing traffic. But as a former traffic reporter, there was nothing more exciting than like a really bad traffic day. I loved it. I ate it up. It was my favorite. That was your job. I know. Weatherman when a hurricane's hitting Florida. Exactly. (laughs) It was great. I should move to Maryland. (laughs) Studies show the last one. Brazilian. This is a good one, actually. Studies show that Brazilian wasps venom could be a powerful weapon against cancer. 
And I actually went in and read that one. It was very interesting that there, this wasp venom is proving to help actually reverse cancer in, in rats and mice. So they're, uh, they're going to continue that research. Now, I don't know how many Brazilian wasps it would take to cure cancer for everybody in the world. I would imagine a lot of Brazilian wasps. Do you know I, what I want to know about the study show? How you were like, let's take Brazilian wasp venom and inject it into a tumor on a mouse and see if it works. Exactly. Like how many things have you done before you got to Brazilian wasp? Like I'm going to take the slobber of a dog. I mean, like, and inject- nope, that didn't work. Let's move on. Like, wh- <laughs> yeah. How, how do you come up do with do Brazilian, Brazilian wasp? <laughs> like this one worked, you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> That is funny. So I don't know. We'll see what uh, we'll see what's going to happen with that. Makes you kind of feel bad for the right rats and mice. Oof. <laughs> well, so I'd Poor guys. They, I'd rather they tested the, all those weird things on the rats and the mice. To be honest. Uh, hey, I've got a um, I've got a list for you too, and, and of course, it's from my favorite website, Horse Collaborative. Um, oh, yeah, and this is the top ten benefits, health benefits like of the BuzzFeed horse. of the horse world. It's exactly the but like the equestrian BuzzFeed, yep. uh, and and this is actually just a really good list, and it's incredibly true. The top ten health benefits of owning a horse: uh, number one, it keeps you physically active, and you know people always say that the horse does all the work. And sure, if I'm just going on a walk trail ride, I might not burn that many calories, but you know what does burn a calories getting out of my car, going down the pasture, chasing my horse around, grabbing, put all around, grooming him, walking him around, doing everything that is around having a horse, uh, and then go for a, a canter and you're burning calories. So it does keep you very physically active. Uh, it builds self-confidence. And neuroticism, apparently. <laughs> and neuroticism, apparently. But the, the, I have a teenage girl here that rides that her mother told me that since she started riding horses here, I mean, she started here, she, it's a different child. She's like, she is a, a, apparently a really high anxiety teenager, you know, 12, 13 year old, high anxiety. And if anything is kind of off, she kind of freaks out. Well, she went to a party and like her best friend that was supposed to be there didn't show up. And she was like, I'm okay. I'm fine. And she said that before it would have totally freaked the child out. And she's like, she's got a horse now and she rides and she's got so much more confidence. I tell the people that, that having a horse for a teenager is much cheaper than rehab. I'm telling you. Get a horse for a teenager if they want one. It's amazing. Uh, reduces stress. Maybe. Maybe it reduces stress. Yeah. It kind of creates a lot of stress <laughs> I think for me. It depends me. on the day of the week. <laughs> reduces stress. It depends entirely on the day of the week, I think. I don't know yeah. about that one. Uh, keeps you socially active. Very true. I, I like to think, you know, I mean, being at a boarding stable and having people around you all the time with your horses, you chit chat all the time. It's super fun here to have the boarders show up. I love it. I'm like, hey, I, there's humans that are not two. I love it. <laughs> not of a two-year-old. Engages the creative side of your brain. And they go on to say that training a horse brings up daily challenges that will force you to think creatively about how to train it and solve a particular problem. As long as it's duct tape and baler twine. Yeah, that is, that's how you do Pinterest things. That's, that's right. my Pinterest is duct tape and Baylor <laughs> twine. Uh, builds character. 
Definitely. It, character building, they say, is a national natural part of horse ownership, teaching responsibility, punctuality, sportsmanship, frugality, patience, commitment, confidence, and self-esteem. Uh, yeah, you can't be late in the ring. The judge doesn't like that. No, and you can't be late for a lesson at my house. I'll cut, I'll cut you off the knees. Don't you be late. Uh, promotes a union with nature. Uh, I posted, and I'll repost it on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page. It is a kind of a spoof on commercials that talk about this side, you know, a drug commercials. Like, hey, if you do this, if you have a problem with this, take this drug. And then there's all the side effects. And it's it's a commercial for nature. Like, if you have high anxiety, if you have stress, if you have a tr- trouble, a trouble with you know punctuality and getting along, try nature. And it's a really funny commercial. And they do go on to say, like, you know how at the bottom of all those drug commercials, they'll have like warning side effects may include this. Well, this one it says, um, just warning, golf is not nature. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So I sent that to my husband. So horses promote a union with nature. Uh, It says improve. And the last one is improves digestion. Riding a horse at a walking pace stimulates your internal organs. Just as walking on foot does it aids in liver function and digestion. And the horse people I know all need help with their liver function. So, <laughs> and you know what? Unless, of course, you're eating goat hot pockets in the middle of the steppes <laughs> of Mongolia, then it may not apply. <laughs> that just that helps everything else in your digestion. Yeah, yeah it gets the digestion going. going that's for sure. You're out of there. So we're just healthier people with horses. What's it in the movie and the movie up? Because I see so many Pixar movies. The little kid goes off to poop in the woods, and yes. he's like. Do I dig the hole before or after? That's one of my favorite lines in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) You take a little shovel or you just go for it. I don't know. Guessing wasn't such a perfect landing Yeah, I'm still alive, not sure how I survived It was a hell of a ride till it ended I guess that's what you get when you leave You don't always end up on your feet Oh, there's easier ways I could go
And that was Templeton Thompson, When I Get That Pony Road. Road. And you can find her music at templetonthompson.com and also on iTunes. You're listening to Horses in the Morning. I am Glenn the Geek here with Jamie Jennings, and Coach Jen is in the producer chair. All right, I have a list for you. You want to do a oh, list? Good. Yeah, okay. Now, I want to clarify this because one of our audience members is going to have one of these, and then they're going to be mad at us. So I want to clarify. It's the top 10 amusing phobias. And there, we've talked in, over the years about a phobias every once in a while. And, and, you know, these are not amusing if you actually have them. <laughs> so I get that. But, and I can talk about this because I have an amusing phobia. I'm, a, I, I'm fearful of bridges. I, I just can't do bridges. So uh, I, I don't like high bridges that are, that are narrow. I just don't do high, narrow bridges. Now, I can fly in air, airplanes, helicopters. I'd like to skydive someday, roller coasters, whatever. That's all fine. I just don't do bridges. Uh, Jennifer doesn't do tunnels because she's got claustrophobia. So we can't do the Bay Bridge tunnel thing there in Maryland. We just can't do that one. Uh, because we wouldn't know how to switch drivers in the middle. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, you know, I have a bridge phobia, but there's people that have weirder phobias than mine. Now, do you have any phobias? I was trying to Google it right now and see what it's called. I am absolutely freaked out, terrified. I cannot go in open open water. I can go in a pool. I can swim. I'm a great swimmer, but I can't be in oh, like So cruising is not on your list of things that is enjoyable? Not go on a cruise. <laughs> not because, only because I'm sure the cruise is fun, but what if it sank? I would just die. Like I would not even try to swim for it. I would just drown myself. I would just go straight to the bottom. Uh, living on a deserted island does not appeal to me. I'm not going on a boat. I don't do boats. So your don't pool do- is It's small enough. Okay. There's a lake around here. People, uh, my friends just got a boat and they're like, come up to the lake. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm. you don't want, don't ruin your day by taking me. Really? Don't do it. So, yeah, I mean, seriously. Deep sea fishing has never been on your list. Oh, God. No, 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 no. And I've tried, I've tried to do everything and it just never works. Hey, I I, I have a question. I get it. I have a question for Jamie. Yes. Now, does watching someone else swimming in the ocean on a TV set freak you out. Yep. Can't yep. even watch a water See, movie. It's the real deal. Oh, you never watched that movie about that kid from India in the boat, did you? Um, I did. Life well, I read fun. the book. Oh, so okay. I read the book first, so I watched the movie because I knew it was going to happen. And I, I, I watched it once, and I can't watch it again. There was that other movie about the boat uh, out of Massachusetts in the big storm. I forget what that was perfect called. The perfect, perfect storm. storm. And yes. I will tell you that right now, there's not much that keeps me away from George Clooney and Marky Mark. Uh, that movie, I walked out after 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that would be your movie if you're afraid of open water. <laughs> I'm like in love with those guys. And I 20 minutes in, I'm like, I can't. I can't. Gotta go. Well, here, okay, so we both have strange little phobias, and uh, here are some people who have even stranger little phobias. Oh, good. Uh, (laughs) A blutophobia, a blutophobia. And that is, and I didn't know this one existed, and I do not want to meet one of these people. And if you're, if you are one of those people and you're listening, uh, we're glad you're listening. Uh, It's uh, the truly devastating fear of anything to do with bathing yourself. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough phobia to have because really nobody wants to be around you. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Huh. I don't know what else to say about that one. Now, I have known many people with the next one. It's er- er- ergophobia. 
Okay. And ergophobia sounds a lot like the one where you're afraid of being out in the open. You know, you don't like leaving the house. And that's a real one. And, you know, there's been a lot of people that have been devastated by that. Some very famous authors have had that one. No, this one is the fear of work. It's uh, it's it's uh, it stretches far beyond the fear of being alone. This is the fear of actually doing anything productive. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> so, I have known people like that that have feared work. Uh, yeah, but now they yeah. have a diagnosis for it, yes. so it becomes <laughs> so, legitimate. There's probably going to be like medications. On that's right. For it. And the next one I can't even say because it's about a hundred letters long. It's the hippotopopitomonstrosthinga, and it goes on and on and on. Phobia. And what it is, is the fear, and it's truly apparently psychologically damaging to people, it's the fear of long words. Uh, so there you go. Are uh, you kidding me? No. Hippopotomonstrosis quipedeliophobia. Yes. Is the fear of long words. <laughs> So that's the worst. What's that country over there? Is it uh, over there in in Netherlands or one of those that the words are like 80 miles long and they only have one vowel? Um, So, yeah, they wouldn't do so well with this phobia. Here's another one. (laughs) Oki. Oikophobia. Oikophobia. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're helping me read these. Is the fear of household appliances. I know <laughs> many horsewomen that have that fear, especially I'm, kitchen appliances. I'm terrified of the crock pot. Yes. I just can't make a meal in it. So you're, terrified, you're terrified of the microwave. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You do have this. That, and It's just weird. It's just, <laughs> it just can't be good. It's just injecting cancer into your food. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, I know a lot of horsewomen that have fear the washing machine too so um, yes yes <laughs> unless we need to wash our saddle pads and we suck it up <laughs> uh the next one you want to say the names because i'm never good at names yeah it's, uh, this is phobophobia and guess what this is yeah it's the fear of having a phobia <laughs> you're actually afraid that you're gonna have a phobia uh that's kind of an irrational fear i would say um xanthophobia What's the next one? Xanthophobia. Yeah, this one I don't get. It's the fear of the color yellow. Does that mean that? <laughs> does, does that mean that every color has a phobia? I don't know, but does that mean a lot of people can't watch SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, <laughs> or eat bananas for that matter, because you know you're out on the banana front too. Dude, God. If you ever see somebody walking through, now you'll know. You're at the grocery store. You see somebody walking through the produce department, and they take a wide berth around the bananas. You'll know. I wonder if they just wear sunglasses that block out yellow. <laughs> so they just don't see it. And this I come is, back to my original question. Are there people that have a fear of blue and orange and green? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I this don't next one is weird. It's it's called trictophobia. And... I th- I know people like this because I feel like non-animal people get around me and they are they they like this. It's an uncontrollable fear and disgust of loose and shed hairs. Well, they don't want to be in our house. <laughs> don't come in here. Uh. No, with the beast, we have hairballs all the time. <laughs> So apparently they they vomit at the sight of a hairbrush. They want to cry when standing close to a person that has a hair on their collar or they lose sleep for days at the sight of a hair in food. That would suck because I most I'll be like, there's hair in my food. Oh, wait, that's mine. (laughs) 
<laughs> or the cat. Can't, can't or the, yeah, yeah. yeah, or the yeah. dog, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, disaster. You know, I have to empty. We have a tiny house. And uh, when I vacuum, I actually, I have, we have one of those canister vacuums that doesn't have the bag. And I actually have to a- empty that canister three times. And we, we vacuum two to three times a week. And it's from our damn cat. We, when you have a long-haired cat, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. If you have this disease, you're never going to have a long-haired pet of any kind. No. no. And cats, man. I, we have a cat. And it fortunately has white hair and it doesn't really do much, uh, lays around. But the, the bed of white hair that will get, like it loves to climb up. He, Frank, loves to climb up into Chad's t-shirt drawer. Oh, no. And shelves. Keep that baby and closed. Oh, Chad goes, damn cat. Like he goes to pick up a t-shirt. And I think it's hilarious because he doesn't lay on my side. <laughs> he lays over on Chad's. <laughs> but you, they, to be, have fear of hair, you just can't even have a cat, period. <laughs> Turophobia. Turophobia, I think my dad had this, is the irrational fear of cheese. Now, I don't understand this one because I love cheese in any form. Uh, but the irrational, my dad did not like cheese. He didn't even like looking at cheese. So really? he had turophobia, I guess. He would not eat anything with cheese. He would actually order a pizza without cheese. It would just be sauce and toppings. Yeah, and I've no tried cheese. that as a vegan, and it's just not it's, as good. No. It's it's bread with with sauce. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not you as good. Well, eat a ketchup sandwich. Yeah, exactly. That's basically. What yeah. It is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and the top one, the number one is nomophobia. It's the fear of being out of reach or contact. This is a brand new one, by the way. A fear about being out of reach or contact with your mobile phone. I got to tell you, when I accidentally leave the house and drive off the property and to go to town or to go run errands without my mobile phone, without the phone, I got to tell you, it's tough. I'm thinking about it. I'm touching. I, I use a holster. I'm touching my holster about every five seconds going, oh, I lost my phone and realizing oh my. I had left it at home. And I must do that 20 times. You have nomophobia. I do. Oh, how many times do you go away without your phone? I. I ride without my phone. Um, Which is bad, by the way. I, I, I can crawl back to the, to the house, okay? <laughs> like, uh, not like I'm going on a long trail ride. But uh, I'd limp back. Look at our friend down there in New Zealand, Ellie. When she fell off her horse, she could not move because she broke her back. And she was in an arena, and uh, she, she had to use her mobile phone, or she wouldn't have been found for three hours. Well, listen here. If you can figure out a way to put super thin tights because it's 150 degrees here and put a cell phone pocket in it, then great. But otherwise, I'm stuffing it down my pants. They have arm things. They have leg things. (laughs) They have all kinds of things to hold phones. I don't want See, my phone when I ride. I don't Glenn just doesn't have a fear of being away from his cell phone. He has a fear of anyone <laughs> being away from their cell phone. Anyone. What do you mean you don't have your phone? What do you mean you have to have your phone? I hear what are you going to do if you're in the middle of the arena and nobody's home and you've fallen off and can't move? I'll do what our ancestors did, which what? is just suck it up. Okay? <laughs> suck it up. Suck I, it up know, with that broken back. When I was a kid and we wanted to make a call, we had to stand next to the wall and make the call. <laughs> Dear God. And you know what? If somebody called us and you weren't home, you didn't get the call. 
Do you know what? Do you see? Do you do you see a payphone now and go? Oh my God! There's still a payphone. No, because there's no payphones <laughs> at airports. They still have payphones, and then I wonder how do you call somebody with a payphone anymore? And then there's a credit card swiper thing, and I guess that's how you call. My father-in-law refuses to have a cell phone, and he when when we were flying into Norman, and there's all those storms in our plane got rerouted he was stuck in the airport and you know what he did to to make phone calls he asked random people if he could borrow their phone <laughs> and every single person was like here you go <laughs> so you don't even need a phone you can just borrow somebody's just standing right. around i'm gonna buy you every kind of phone attachment holder to your body i can find and send it to you it. i won't do it <sighs> Microwaves, phones. I mean, you won't Holy carry a phone. Phobia, Glenn. Whole new category. <laughs> that is a fear of other people not having a phone. You are seriously very sensitive to this. And I am because I think my... it's dangerous. <laughs> you not having your phone. Did John Wayne get stressed out about not having his cell phone when he John was Wayne had people? You don't have people. <laughs> you have a child that can't dial yet. It's going to be crawling over to you going, Mommy, what's wrong? Am I jinxing myself right now listening to this? Anyway. (laughs) Sorry, Jamie. It's just. I'm going riding without my phone. Coach Jen here, host of the Horse Tip Daily Show on the Horse Radio Network. The way consumers interact with the brands they have trusted for years and those they are about to fall in love with for the first time is becoming more and more mobile, literally, and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Podcasts or internet radio shows like this one combine the new consumer preference for on-demand information and entertainment with the power of niche market audiences. Advertising on the Horse Radio Network podcasts allows you to reach the equestrian consumer using today's preferred on-demand delivery system. It's cost-effective and flexible, able to reinforce your existing marketing and social media strategies. To learn more about advertising on this show or any of the shows on the Horse Radio Network, contact us at 859-951-2022 or you can email us at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. That's glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. Come and join the Horse Radio Network family. You'll enjoy the ride. I'm just a carny clown I live for the roaring crowd My stage is a grimy tent Which I share with elephants And lions and tigers and bears Oh my I joined at a tender age With dreams of seeing far off places Now that I've been coast to coast The thing I think I miss the most Are friends who do not have tattoos Oh my 
Sometimes I wonder what a real life would be like Two kids and a wife And going home each night And when the circus rolled round To our sleepy little town We would join in the crowd And laugh at the carny clown My best friend stands three foot four His name is Ernest McLemore He juggles fire and walks on stilts Yeah, he lives bigger than he's built He's petite, but larger than life Oh my Sometimes I wonder What a real life would be like Two kids and a wife And going home each night And when the circus rolled round To our sleepy little town We would join in the crowd And laugh at the carny clowns I'm just a carny clown Till the late show lights go down Then I wipe off this grease paint grin And climb back on the train again And roll and roll and roll Oh my Oh my, my, my Sam Gay with Carney Clown. And you can find Sam Gay's music at TempletonThompson.com because he is Templeton Thompson's better half. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a lazy fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. All right. Jamie, first ad was sent in by Heather. And Heather... (laughs) Heather sent this one in. Litter box cleaning, <laughs> litter box cleaning for pancakes. I have a terrible problem. My litter box is dirty and smells horrible, and I don't want to clean it. I'm amazing at making pancakes. However, I will trade my pancake skills for a clean litter box. Serious inquiries only. Ugh. Is this a personal ad? Do you think so? Gross though. <laughs> like who ties in litter box cleaning? The pancakes. And pancakes, like it, the, just the title made me think of scoop. Like I have that clumping litter and for the litter box. And like sometimes when you pull out those little pea things are kind of shaped like pancakes. And that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> 
do, do you um so so I was thinking about that too. Do I really want to go to a house of a person who hasn't cleaned their litter box and eat pancakes? No, and no. that just makes me think that just she needs to wash her hands. I don't know why. I just was like she needs to wash her hands. Ugh, stinky. Yeah, gross. Um uh, the next one was sent in by Robin, uh, Project Horse, $325. And uh, it, short and sweet, Project Horse, $325 in Harwood. Six to seven-year-old sorrel gelding. Great confirmation. Quick mover, stocky, about 15-ish hands. Halter broke, has had round pin work, and has been out to pasture for almost three years now. Contact for more details and questions and will require horse experience. You mean it's not kid safe bomb proof, <laughs> even though it's been on the pasture for three years and was halter broke before that? Well, I'm shocked. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's wrong with this ad? I mean, <laughs> it's been perfect. Uh, it's the perfect horse compared to most of the ads we have. Um, did you see that video, by the way, of the guy? Somebody posted it, I think, on one of our pages of the guy that did a video about calling for oh, a. Oh, I sent you that so you could. I forgot. I sent you that so we could play that live on the air. Can you pull that up while was we that read this? On the, uh, was that on the auditor page? I think it was. If it's on the auditor page, I can pull it up and we'll. Uh, well, oh, I, I do have it. We can play it then. Let me get that ready. Horse okay. trailer $350 sent in by Nicole. It's our horse trailer of the week. Two horse trailer needs welding, tires, sides, roof. Uh, <laughs> I'm adding all of those. Uh, <laughs> a floor. and But it sells with a good title. It does have a title, Jamie. That's a plus over some of them. Uh, um, that haven't had titles. I don't know what you title on this. I mean, I there's like... <laughs> just rust the whole like the trailer the whole it's one of those little two horse kind of 1950s type trailer it's got wood paneling and the wood is missing in spots and it's warped but the whole trailer like the top if you were to put your hands together like fingertip to fingertip as the roof and then pointed downwards like the whole top is bent like if you were to put a marble on one end it would go right to the middle of the trailer i don't know like an alien landed in the middle of the trailer (laughs) yeah like they landed a helicopter on top of it and squished it and then it has a good do do people really sell these things for 350 bucks i mean that's my question that's why i want the dang phone the more important question is people buy it for 350 bucks i know um, we, that's what we don't know. Wow. We don't know. I've put stuff on Craig's. I've tried to been so trying to sell this dang baby car seat of mine forever, and not one person will look at it. And I bet this thing sold in five minutes. <laughs> Do you want to hear this video? Okay, so this is a guy who was making fun of ads that are on Craigslist, and he he plays both parts, right? In this video, no, no, no. He's just on the phone. Oh, he's, he's on a, the this phone. This is him but on he, the phone. But he talks to he talks to the buyer or the seller. Seller. So, yeah. Right, here we go. Oh, hey, I was calling about that uh, yearling quarter horse filly you got for sale there. Oh, yes. Uh, my yearling filly, she has three years professional training by me, of course, because I train by her horses. And uh, she's quarter horse, and the other quarter is an off-track Palomino thoroughbred. And she's green broke, and she'll go anywhere and do anything. She's so awesome. <laughs> The guy's looking at his phone. <laughs> Hello? Can you? Are you still there? 
She jumped six feet, and I just got her gouted, too. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> she jumped six feet, and I just got her gouted. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had all those ads. <laughs> we have green broke, but totally awesome. Yeah. Goes anywhere, does anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. Palomino thoroughbred. Yeah, but she's quarter horse, but the other quarter. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even end. Oh, okay. Well, the next one was sent in by Tracy. Mare. Oh, God. All right. So this is all misspelled. Mare Red Rome, pregnant quarter horse, $450 or trade. <laughs> Call me or text. She. <laughs> Just call me or text. Just call me or text. She has been riding a while. She's skittish. Sometimes I and K ow about <laughs> horses. Bring trailer won't last. <laughs> what the hell did I just read? Call me or text. She has not been ride in a while. She's skittish. Sometimes I and K ow about horses. Bring trailer won't last. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. So you take the trailer that Glenn just talked yes. about, get the horse and they won't last long because everyone's going to crash. Yeah, yeah, they're going to crash. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. That's a bad ad. That's a bad ad. Um, in, in suit. I don't know the name. I can't say that name. Uh, that's a new one for us. I don't know how to say your name and I'm sorry, but last name is O'Cleary. So we'll go with that. Two red and white stars. Stalins. Yes, that's right. Two red and white Stalins are for sale. Two red and white Stalins for sale. A four-year-old and a two-year-old. Four fifty for the four-year-old, ridden and driven and jumping. The two-year-old, three-quarter bred, B-R-E-A-D, just riding and two fifty ring. That's right. It's a two fifty ring. That's what it costs okay, for your hold two Stalins. I know, First it's a all, very confusing ad. It's confusing. Glenn, I hear an echo. I don't know why. Um, I feel like... I'm uh, not hearing one. Okay. Um, what is a red and white Stalin? And uh, the person who sent this in, Isult O'Cleary, says that bad ads just aren't an American thing. So she's in another country. Yeah, so we, we might... But, but this is apparently bad no matter where. And and you gave them too much credit because they put Quater Horse. Yeah, Quater, and, quater Bread, B-R-E-A-D. It's a Quater Bread. bread and yes. I... I didn't know that they had quater breads in other countries, too, because we have them here. (laughs) They're very popular here. (laughs) And apparently wherever she lives, they they don't know how to put the G's on the end of words. They're Um, missing a lot of G's. Riding and driving and jumping. Riding and driving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rachel sent in the next one. This one's yours, too. Oh, bee nest. That's right. Free bee nest. It is in the compost barrel. If you want it, you have to come and remove it. I won't pay for removal of it. Oh you know what? I have gophers yeah, that you, you go. can have for free if you just come Maybe and Maybe you should have put an ad on Craigslist. All these years you've been fighting with those gophers. All it took was an ad. That would have been genius. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't either. <laughs> um, Uta sent in the next one. <laughs> this one's great. Stuff for sale. $5. Ooh. 
she says, one of these things isn't like the others. I cleaned out the tack room recently and found some stuff I don't use or want anyone. Leather bridles, $10. Nylon bridles, $5. Nylon trail halter bridle, $10. Saddle pads, girth, leather, draw reins, bits, legs, wraps, $2. Slip-on spurs, $2. Brushes, $1. Ear fly protectors, miscellaneous clips, $1. Gray mare, $100. All offers will be considered. <laughs> Just ask if you have more questions. First come, first serve... Then she gets into some more details. Some bridles have reins included. One has a matching breast collar. Saddle pads are various in colors and in decent shape. If it's not listed, offer a price. Thanks for looking. Oh, you forgot the most important part. Mare is a bit older. Oh, She I does reference realize. the mare again. <laughs> wow. I love how she threw the gray mare in there. Ah, she, I got the gray she, mare in the tack trunk. You can take that, too. I was cleaning out the tack room recently and found stuff I don't want. Apparently the gray mare is in the tack room. I'm not the sure The gray why. mare is in the tack room. I don't want her anymore. Just get rid of it. You can have her. She's a bit older. Can't get her out of the tack room anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible ad. Oh, God. Uh, poor gray mare. <laughs> Jody sent in the next one. Juan Ted nice horse. Is there any punctuation? No. Looking for a nice gledding horse for a friend, not wanting to spend no more than 800 day lures, at least in at least somewhat broke something with resale potential. Best sway, not sure if cheese going to like the horse thing, but she wants to tire it because we have stuff to do. Tog e tether. Ismail picks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please do not sell these people a horse. Please. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I love how cheese is spelled C H E E Z E. That's not even the word they wanted. I know. I know. <laughs> that was a bad ad. Chize. <laughs> not sure if cheese Chize is going to like the horse thing. So basically, uh, they're looking for, let me get this ad, because even if it was spelled correctly and done correctly, it's still a bad ad. So basically, they want a nice gelding, well broke, with resale potential for no more than $800. So uh, if you can find one of those... For a woman Let that they're not sure is even going to like the horse thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, we don't not know sure. if she's going to like your horse or not. But if Can you I recommend maybe a trail ride or two first off before you buy the horse? Lease a horse maybe. Maybe yeah. try that. Yeah, that'd be good. Ah! <laughs> All right. Uh, beginner horse, $350 sent in by Paige. Is a healing horse. Can dot dot dot. Can work the cows the quickest. Dot dot dot. Is perfected for a beginner as he is patient and has never bucked or reared one. Dot dot dot. He's <laughs> in your pocket. Period. Only one there. A fancy looker. <laughs> Ike's jelly beans. Contact <laughs> to pick up. Please bring caches only. <laughs> There's oh, a lot of punctuation in this gosh. one. I like how he yikes jelly beans. I know. I mean, you don't. They don't tell us how old he is. No. They don't tell us what He's breed a he horse. is. He they can don't. Work the cows the quickest. 
And it's healing is spelled like H E A L. Like he's I thought, a therapeutic horse. riding he's like, horse. He's he's mystic. He's a mystic healing horse. For only three hundred fifty dollars, you can't beat that price for a healing horse. What's bad is they posted this. I mean, granted, the only detail they gave him is uh, he likes jelly beans. It's real That's only right. detail. But the fact is that if you could see this ad, you guys, it's like the person didn't realize that their caps lock key was oh, on. Yeah. And everything is in capital letters, except they actually did try to punctuate the first letter in every sentence because they're all lowercase. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's like I have to admit sentence. though, because I'm a bad typist that I don't look at the screen. I have to look at the keyboard. So I have done that a hundred times. I've gotten through a whole paragraph where it looks just like this with you know the small letters, big letters reversed, and I've gone, oh man, I got to retype that whole thing. Do I want to do that or just send it like this? Here's your lesson. It's depressing. Retype it yes, because really it'll come out looking it. like this. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> yeah, why would you submit this? Wouldn't you look at it before you hit send? I mean, geez, Louise. Okay, sorry. Uh, our final one for the day before we get to Diane two horses, chicken, and cow. <laughs> two horses, chickens, and cow. $200 in Tuscaloosa. Oh, good Lord, that's in Alabama. I'm going to have to read it like it's in Alabama. Yeah, you're not going to like this ad, but I gave it to you anyway. Uh, And it's really uh, more like a haiku (laughs) poem because everything is on a different line. Okay. Horses, black and brown. Horses, Gentile and sweat. Horses, barefoot, not ridden, and probably not broken. Horses, get away. Cow, large white and blackish milking cow. Cow doesn't do too much. <laughs> cow you could use for meats. Chickens are the regular farm. Chickens are white with red on their heads. Chickens gals lay some good large eggs. Chickens. I sell coop with them if interested. Chickens. One rooster. Questionable. <laughs> If you want, you can use for breading. <laughs> Chicken cow horse. Want all gone. Can go together or separated. <laughs> Email please for pickup Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that was poetry right there. <laughs> that was beautiful. We could publish that yeah. and make a million dollars. Chickens are what? W-I-T-E. With red on their heads. That even rhymed. I like chickens. One rooster. Questionable. Aren't they all? <laughs> oh, gosh. If that was, that would win. That would win. That made my face hurt. 